Welcome back to Mrs. King's Chronicles, a podcast for the fans of the 80s show Scarecrow and Mrs. King. I'm Lexi Fima and joined with my uh, fellow podcasters today, Taya Johnston and Jen Peterson. And unfortunately, Miranda Thomas was not able to join us today. We'll be talking about season two, episode 21, Burnout. Today's episode, Burnout, is season two, number 21. It was first aired on April 8th in 1985. It was filmed 21 out of 23 and shown 21 out of 23. I guess by then they'd figure out their schedule and didn't have to move things around too much. Right. So this episode was directed by Sigmund Neufeld. And this is his second uh, up to this point. He has four episodes total that he directed. And the first was Remembrance of Things Past in season one. And he also will be directing One Bear Dances, One Bear Doesn't, and One Flew East, season three and four, respectively. Wow, so one a season. One a season. That's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He also directed episodes of T.J. Hooker, Hardcastle and McCormick, Lassie, Simon and Simon, and The Incredible Hulk. The one with Lou Ferrigno, in case anybody was wondering. (laughs) Apparently there was different versions. (laughs) Uh, The episode was written by Lisa Seidman. This is the only episode of SMK written by Ms. Seidman. Uh, She also wrote for Cagney and Lacey, Falcon Crest, Dallas, Knott's Landing, Murder, She Wrote, Silk Stockings, and then moved into soap operas, uh, writing for Guiding Light, Young and the Restless, and Days of Our Lives. So as far as guest stars go, the first one is John Beck, who played Peter Bracken. He was born in January of 1943 in Chicago, Illinois, and he's been married to the same woman since 1971, and they have four children together. His last part was in a short called Mesmerize Me in 2009. He was in 67 episodes of Dallas. Damn. Mm-hmm. He, you know what? He kind of has a soap opera star look to him. Yes. Like, even his acting style, like, I could totally get that vibe from him mm-hmm. for sure. Well, he had two episodes of Murder, She Wrote, two episodes of Hunter, Jen, <laughs> and he, familiar. <laughs> <laughs> he also was in Heart to Heart, Touched by an Angel, and Walker, Texas Ranger, and then he also did Santa Barbara, which was, I think, an, uh, a soap opera as well. Huh. Oh, so, I used to watch Santa Barbara. Did you? It was a soap <laughs> opera, right? Okay. Yes. And then uh, we have George McDaniel, who played Jack Harris, or what Lexi and I like to refer to as the worst hair for guest star ever. Yeah, forever. Oh, it's the worst with the little... It's like they took a curling the iron. The curling iron they could find and just went like... <laughs> and went with the bangs like, and curled them under. Twirl. Yeah. Ugh, so awful. Yikes. It's very scary. Uh, he also had parts in Bring Him Back Alive, which was Bruce's first uh, series hmm. that went just one season. Uh, and then Dallas, uh, Three's Company, Night, Knight Rider, Remington Steel, This Is Spinal Tap, Dukes of Hazard, Cagney and Lacey, The A-Team, Hunter, Magnum P.I., uh, Beverly Hills 90210. He's still acting, and his last role is in post-production right now, and it's called uh, Raunch and Roll. And then finally, we have Ernie Lively, who played the semi-truck driver, Travis Wayne. He was born in January of 1947 in Baltimore, Maryland. He has 112 acting credits uh, and is still working. His most recent role is completed, but there was no release date on it. He was in shows like The Waltons, Fantasy Island, The Dukes of Hazard, Fame, Private Benjamin, Hill Street Blues, Newhart, Quantum Leap, X-Files, Murder, She Wrote, and The West Wing. So the theme here, if you're paying attention, when you start getting long in the tooth and you think your career is over, there's always soap operas. (laughs) There you go. 
Words of wisdom for yeah. the Hollywood starlets. Right, right. Okay, that's all I have for the guest stars. Cool. Rumor has it that Lee Stetson has become a bit of a burnout. Losing focus on his job, becoming very irritable, showing up late, looking a little haggard, and former agent offers to cut him in on a deal. Will he take it? This is one of my faves. Mm-hmm. It is one of the ones that I will never forget. Like sometimes when you're like when we're talking about, oh, this episode's upcoming, I have to have you like basically word yeah. for word talk about the episode. Yeah. This is one that I it sticks with me for sure. Yeah. The acting in this, I think, is just right on point. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it gets a little over the top. Mm-hmm. Especially Bruce. He does a good job. I think both of them they do. They all do, but I mean, yeah. he has to play a range of, mm-hmm. yeah. of roles. For sure. Yep. For sure. Uh, he definitely um, shows a lot of different sides and mm-hmm. he plays a drunk very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> Too right. <laughs> Method acting, maybe? Hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. You'll never believe this. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's crazy, but the episode opens at night in DC. Wah, wah. Crazy. Shocked. Mm-hmm. Shocked. Shocked, I say. It is a pretty city. I love Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Establishing shots. Okay, so now we're in a seedy area of town. And uh, Lee is having some... He, he doesn't look quite as dashing as he usually does, no, for this sure. this is not our usual Lee. No. His, Hair disheveled. Yeah. Really struggling to put the clip in his gun. Mm-hmm. Like just a his hair's mess, messed up. Yeah, the tie. The tie is askew. Yeah. And then Francine shows up saying, you know, Billy said you thought you could use some backup. And he's like, he doesn't think I can handle myself. So he's like, it's like he's doubting himself. Yeah. And he's feeling um, he's insecure. It. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. feeling insecure. So, yeah, he's projecting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then Francine tries to deflect, like, oh, I'm just following orders. Yeah, he like, just probably figured you needed some help, you know. And he's like, it, it's a simple, you know, it's a simple low-level courier. He goes, I don't need any help. And she goes, well, then it'll be super easy. Then mm-hmm. let's just go. You know, let's just get it. Piece of cake. Let's mm-hmm. go. So he's like, the main idea is not to spook him. As if she doesn't know her job. Right. You know? Well, I know we don't find out until later that this is, he's not really burned out, but. Uh, spoiler, Jen. Yeah, oh, my God. Well, I was thinking, like. Well, you don't need to listen anymore, anybody. Kidding. I'm sure everybody's watched the show many times. <laughs> but did they like set up a fake kind of drop so he could mess it up? And then that's what I said to Lexi. Yeah. It would be impossible, hard for me to pretend to mess up. <laughs> I wouldn't want to mess up. You yeah. Know? I think that would be hard. Like I was telling Lexi when we were watching this, Francine could have easily shot at that guy and like yeah. killed him. Like she doesn't know that he's mm-hmm. not really in on, you know, that he's in on it and everything. She doesn't know that. Yeah, they took I wasn't sure if quite it was a few just risks. Like a real low level job that he just bundled on purpose, or if it, they set it up that way. Right, because I mean, what if she did like fire at him and shot the guy and killed yeah. him or something? Mm-hmm. Like things go wrong all the time. Yeah, and you would think that they wouldn't want to actually mess up. A courier, you know, like, information. So it seems like it's fake, but you also have the element of her not knowing, so she could, her, she's going to see it as a real thing, so she might shoot the poor bastard. Right. Yeah. 
I guess this person is really expendable at this point. <laughs> he or should maybe, be wearing a red maybe shirt. They were, maybe they were in custody and they're like, if you can get away, like you can run, but you also <laughs> might get shot. So take your chances. It's up to you, dude. That's <laughs> Make cool. the best of your situation. That's hilarious. You got a 50-50 chance <laughs> and she doesn't shoot your butt. Right. How bad do you want to be free? <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. What do oh. you think of her hair there? It's Terrible. a lot. It's, it's a lot of hair. It's like a lot around her face. Yeah, it's like all on her yes. like bangs are like yeah, right over top. It's of like her. a helmet. It's a helmet yeah, of hair. Yeah, helmet of hair. Yep. That coat too is doing her no favors. I know it's very bulky. Yeah. I like her outfits later in the episode. Yes. Yep. I agree. And Amanda's outfits too, yes. which we'll get yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Lee's got a bottle. I mean, he's got alcohol with him, and then he drops <laughs> it. Like this is so not the scarecrow that we know. Yep. What's up? You know. And not really be over the top. Scene, and he's got to try to, if he's really an agent trying to act like a burnout, it would just be hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, t- there's a fine line of, you know, playing something and then going too far where it doesn't, it's not believable yeah. anymore. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it, it's interesting how he does it. Mm-hmm. Especially since she knows him pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's very bewildered, but he's like, I think it's because he's so damn charming yeah. that you, you know, think, oh, the poor guy, you know, mm-hmm. instead of what a, you know, lush, you know. Right. And this is, this is not something we've seen from Lee before, too. So it's kind of like, especially when you're watching it, not as many times as you have. It's right. unexpected all around. Right. Yeah, that coat does nothing for her, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially with it all closed like that. Yep. So Lee's, Lee's out of breath. He's, you know, struggling and he almost shoots Francine. Of course, she could have almost shot him too. Yep. So like, yeah. it's good thing neither one of them were trigger happy. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous situation. For sure. Now, except for the World <laughs> Wrestling Federation <laughs> belt, I think Francine looks cute in the outfit. I like the brass with the, the dark, the dark green. hunter green mm-hmm. and then the dark skirt. I love the necklace. Love it. And then the accent with the bracelet. It's cute. It, it looks nice. Is I that like, like a suede? It looks like a suede top. It could be, yeah. I was, I was When I first saw it, I thought it was more silky or satiny. But yeah. Yeah, no, right there. I thought suede. so too, but then it looks more suede mm-hmm. there. Billy's little tie chain that he's got. Um, I but, don't remember seeing him wear that. Wait, what? what? Oh, yeah. I see what you're talking about. It's down lower. Like a watch thing? It could be, but it looks like a necklace. See it? Oh, he's never it's worn like that really before. That's glinty. a little. That's like a, kind of like a wrapper. Yeah, you know, like, like, like uh, Mr. T. Yeah. Is that? I thought it was like a watch. You know, like a little stopwatch. I thought area, so you know, too, little... but that chain is really thick for yeah, a pocket watch. I think it holds the jacket so that it's totally open, but I don't, I'm oh. not sure. Interesting. I've never seen that. And it is very thick. Mm-hmm. I do like how Francine's like um, trying not to like put throw him under uh, throw Lee under the bus, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, do you think I should pull him in?" She goes, and she sees him coming. She goes, "I don't think it would be a very bad idea if you gave him a little vacation." <laughs> like she just like come kind of mumbles yeah. it, like you might want to do that, but don't right. let him see me telling you that. Yeah, <laughs> she's afraid of his wrath. Today, like I think I have burnout. <laughs> oh, I think yeah, uh, yeah, I've gone you know, through that. Like mental- it's oh yeah mm-hmm. different than the physical but you're just like where you just don't care yeah and it's just like one little thing it'll push you over the edge because you're just like that's it yeah yeah, I've had it. yeah. <laughs> so i can relate and it's the little things that get you when it, it like you can deal with a big thing but then mm-hmm. it's like all these little things that go on and then you're like that's it i'm done yeah. i can't do this I anymore you deal with this right. you know <laughs> 
So Mr. T calls. <laughs> I pity the fool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. T calls a very, very um, a very. Uh, wow, he does not look good, and he was he very. Gave, he gave her the, the stank eye. He gave yeah. her the stank eye. And he must have to work hard looking bad because <laughs> he already got just naturally to look like like bad and disheveled and just like. Yeah, he's got a little bit of the the five o'clock shadow. Yeah, the does. hair's mess, messed up. He's got a little just that slow gait, you know, just kind of meandering around. Yep. And then a little slur. <laughs> you look bad. He goes, "Looking good doesn't nail the bad guys." <laughs> he's like, "You're he's late." Right on that. <laughs> he's like, we'll "He's like, this isn't like you." He goes, "What is this?" He goes, what is this? A baseball? Three strikes and you're out? Mm. Nobody bats a thousand. <laughs> He's going, what's gotten into you anyway? Look at you. Your suit's, suit's not pressed. Your shoes aren't shine. <laughs> he's 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 pointing his fingers. He's jabbing the air. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's definitely laying it on thick for sure. I love how Mel always says, you're not yourself, man. <laughs> he, he goes, man. Yeah. What's going on, man? He goes, you want to know what's bugging me? You really want to know? Everybody in this office keeps telling me I don't know how to do my job, including you. I like how his voice like cracks there. He kind of takes a uh, page out of Kate's book mm-hmm. with the, the voice cracking. And he's like, don't push it, Scarecrow. He goes, don't push what? And they're like nose to nose as much as you can with being like a foot and a half shorter yeah, than right. him. But they're like right there. He goes, he goes, if you don't shape up, you're going to find yourself pushing paper. He goes, you do that. You're going to have one less agent to push around. Then he pushes his, he shoves his finger in his chest. That is not a good idea. Billy's going to kick your ass. Mm -hmm. And then he grabs him by. Yeah, then he grabs him by the lapels and brings him closer. Like, look at even in his his face. Mel's face is just like, oh. Yeah, he's like, you're off there. Starting now. He goes, you just try me. Yep. And everyone's watching this. Everyone in that pit outside of Billy's which office is, is looking. Which is exactly what they wanted to do. I know, but, but still. It's like, oh my god! But then you just talked about, like, at what point does the ruse go too far? Like, are these people, like, I don't know. If I saw someone, like, manhandling my, like, if I walked in and saw someone Yeah, what would you do? Me, I would lose my shit. I'd be like, number one. Hop off and number two. Oh, I love that she has my back. Yeah, of course I would. Like it, it would be alarming to see that, especially. I, mean, I can just see you laughing. Is all I picture. I would doing. probably laugh too, especially after it happened. I would laugh, <laughs> but also at the meantime, I would hope that you would address it too. And not and I just... say laugh because she has a tendency when she gets nervous, she yeah. laughs. It's not like yep. she would laugh because she thought it was funny, but she yeah, would be like so nervous. freaking out. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so nice that you would do that. Hell yeah, I wouldn't let you be. Look at this. He's I know. Like lifting him up by his lapels. I would not let that happen to you. Oh, thank I you. I think they all know that Billy can. I would karate kick them in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah, but Jen, they don't know. And I mean, he's obviously, he's like a foot and a half taller than him. And he's <laughs> got like 25 years probably. And he's an active field agent, which means he's in pretty good shape also. We should probably check that out and make sure. He yeah. should have a physical. We'll see a little bit of uh, Wet Lee later on. Oh, that's true. So but we can, fully clothed. That's true. But, but we can dream. We can use our mid. We Although can use our Although later, mid-term. that one scene when he walks into the office, remember the pants, the light pants? <laughs> oh yeah. I'll have to mention that. Jen, we see Captain Winky. <laughs> we do. We do. We see Captain Winky a little bit. Yeah. He gives the old how you doing yeah. there. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sure it happens more than we all pick up on it on different shows. <laughs> That's something I'm just not, I'm not tracking usually, unless it's obvious. We will have to assess when we get there for science. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Francine definitely has a, a bird's eye view. She's right there to see Ooh. that. Oh, those teeth. And he's just he's gritting so them. He's so angry. He's just, oh. And then he finally realizes and he's like, okay, I better let go. And he goes, I'm going to do you a big favor, Stetson. <laughs> I'm going to pretend this never happened. And then did you see his jaw? You know, I love Definitely good, good, good acting here. Really yeah. good acting. Like, I'd like to see you two fake a fight in your office. It would be hard. Like, if you're just a civilian. Yeah. trying to fake a fight. Yeah. If no one was watching and the door was shut and we could just yell, yeah. I think I would be fine. But I would have I would be like have a hard time not cracking up. If I I would be laughing. Yeah. Like, I could not Oh you totally would I suck would at la- it. <laughs> Even in real life, like if it were actually happening, I would be laughing during it. In a real fight like that? In a really? Real fight, yeah. That's so interesting that you do yeah. that. We gotta find someone to make you cry, girl. <laughs> There's only that area. I have I never cry seen her cry. She's seen me cry. She has never. I have never seen her cry. Mm-mm. I've seen her um, laugh uh, nervously. Yep. Laugh whenever I laugh nervously, and in a stressful situation, normal people would probably be crying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I just. I just think it would be hard to fake some of this stuff. Oh, yeah. for sure. It's not an act, you know. It- I could do it. I could do it as an act. Like I had acting class. I could Mm -hmm. totally do it for an acting job. Wow. But I would need somebody who was also going to be that I wasn't self-conscious with. You know what I mean? Like who I knew was also going to be doing it. I could totally do it. There's no way I could. Easy peasy. Wow. Yeah, no. I I can make myself cry. I can just start crying too. These have to be actors occasionally, I'm sure, in trying to convince somebody of something and so i'm sure they do get good at it. right when they do the peacock dance and things like that they have to pretend like they're in love with the person or at least feeling lust for them yeah for sure and believe it themselves Mm -hmm. you know because they have to stay in character the whole time so yeah yeah, probably i could never be an actor i just couldn't let's oh i would love it it's so much relying on your emotions but also keeping them separate and like realizing that the part you're playing is not you i would have mm-hmm. such a hard time separating when that. i so i got into acting um my senior year mm-hmm. and it was the last semester yeah. and i took it and i was like oh i have one more credit or you know one more class i need to take oh this would be interesting you know so i took it it was like i took it t- took to it like a pig and slop i just mm. loved it it was so much fun and my teacher was like where are you have you been you know because yeah. i like I literally went on stage the first time and I had to do a scene and I had to go with this veteran actor. You know, those kids that are just always in mm-hmm. choir and, and, and uh, acting and all that and sure. plays. That was him. And I like went into, I kind of do it when we have our meetings, our quarterly meetings. Mm-hmm. I just turn it off and I just, I don't even remember when I'm, you know, I just do it and mm-hmm. I, and it's like, then I turn it back off when I get off. Wow. The stage. It's really weird. But I didn't remember even doing the scene, but I was totally that character. That's weird. You know? It's very the strange. The for me is, is the, not necessarily the acting, but if I didn't like the other person, so many actors and actors that would be hard. like each other, and they have to, that would be hard to pretend like I really like them or I get them or I'd be like, no. <laughs> like the kid I had to, to do the scene with, 
he was the nerdiest, you know, nice, yeah. but just yeah. very nerdy and a little put, you know, a little pudge, you know, and just short, much shorter than me. And so, I mean, I guess you just, I don't know. I think you just turn it off but, and on. But that's just like, a, you know, you felt like meh towards him. What about someone that, you know, you hate? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I That would be hard. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, you, after a while you get used to it and you just pretend, well, but that would be hard. The other thing would be like if you were married or in like an early relationship with an actor and actress, how could you ever really trust that? Well, some people, some people do. They fall in love with their, yeah. you know, because they have these emotions and everything. Right. And they can't, it's hard to separate. That's what I, I know I would totally fall mm-hmm. into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like Brad Pitt does that. Yeah. You know, that's a great thing. Well, I don't know if I could always trust my spouse. I guess if I if he was a really good actor. <laughs> oh yeah. So who'd you kiss? Who'd you kiss yeah. today, honey? <laughs> How good was it? I just gotta act something out here because I really tie into people and their mannerisms and reading them. And so if I didn't think I could, like if they were that good, I'm sure in everyday life it would be different, but. I read somewhere or watched an interview or something where two people didn't like each other and they would sit there and eat the nastiest food possible, like tuna fish, right before they had to do a, uh, a love scene, just to That's mess with the other person. And brutal. Yeah. That's rude. That's rude. Isn't that gross? Yeah. yeah. Ugh. And childish. And these guys are making big money, so they shouldn't be doing that. I won't kiss Lane if I have, I know I have bad breath. I'll just be like, nope, 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 nope. Like, <laughs> don't. And he'll be like, I don't care. I'm like, no, don't, no. Yeah. You know, I just don't. That's cute. Mm-mm. Like, I don't want, you know, so I can imagine like, oh, I just had tuna fish. Come here. Yeah. Because I don't like you. I'm going to piss you off. Yeah. Ugh, nasty. Mel Stewart is awesome at the bellow. Yeah. He is like mastered it. Mm-hmm. He's like. You're death now, Scarecrow, now. Yeah. And you're like, I think I just peed myself. <laughs> yeah. And then he stomps off right past Amanda. Mm-hmm. And she's like, whoa, what, what's going on? Yep. And he hits the wall. Oof, that was rough. Slam. Oh, and Amanda, mm-hmm. Kate really uh, flinches there. All right, so you said you didn't like her tie. What do you think, Jen? Oh, uh, I think it's for the 80s. I think it's a... Uh... A, a spirited, you know, whimsical, something different for her. Yeah, yeah. she's so um, straight, narrow. Yeah, but it's I like it. But I like it too. Only in the eighties. Yeah, right, right. Tan <laughs> capsule. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. I like it. I don't like that it's off white versus mm-hmm. the white shirt. Yeah, like I would have yeah, rather had it be white. Mm-hmm. I like the outfit except for the tie. I also like the earrings. Controversially. I are they like, l- like the little button ones? They're or? like a jewel. Oh, yeah, the hard, the hard when she walks in, you can hard. really see them like kind of sparkle. Her hair is getting a little bit better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's getting longer. You think they would have put a wig on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> see it? Oh, yeah, it does sparkle. Yeah, oh, they're like a jewel, yeah. like a um, glass or clear, like a cabochon, maybe. Okay, yeah, like yeah. non faceted. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> okay, and those same kids are out front running the exact same way they always do out front of Amanda's house. Yep. Every every time. There's two and There's yellow flowers on the counter again. Mm-hmm. Dottie's trying to get her attention 
Okay, so I did want to point out the script that we have for this episode is a final draft dated February 28th, 1985. And in this scene, um, when Dottie comes home and finds Amanda reading medical books, um, she starts quizzing her about, you know, what she's looking for. And she said, oh, I have a friend who I think, you know, is sick. And she said, oh, well, what's ailing her, you know? Um, she's like, oh, no, it's it's um, not, not a virus, it's burnout. And she goes, burnout? And she says, mental fatigue, you know, and goes on. And Dottie keeps trying to get her to invite him over for dinner, right? Well, in the, the word that he used in here is really funny. So she's like, you know how Amanda says, oh, he's very shy. Well, Dottie says, well, this might be very good for him. A little social intercourse can cure a lot of ills. <laughs> so then they cross that off and they wrote activity. Because <laughs> he already does intercourse, believe us. That's a little too blatant. Yeah, a like little too much. With the activities, but right. intercourse is usually only uh-huh. one kind of intercourse I know. <laughs> That's so funny. So, yeah, I thought that was funny that they would have that... Uh, <laughs> Not the best word to describe, Lee. Too right. I don't like Amanda's earrings, even though I had a pair almost identical to those that, uh, when I was young. I I think we've talked about them because um, I do like them. I just wish that they were a little a little smaller. Yeah. They're yeah. I just with the hair. I just. I know anything that that brings attention. Yes. To it. Yes. I think that's what it is. It's oh, interesting how brass was such a, that brass color was such a big, big Oh, thing. for sure. Yeah, it really and was. And then even in the 90s when they were building houses, you know, all those fixtures. Yes. Oh, oh actually, you are not kidding. I'm into I brass for house pictures. Now, now the, okay, so I used to work in, uh, for a plumbing company. Yeah. And so we would meet with new homeowners mm-hmm. and everything was polished brass. Yeah. Now it's the aged, aged, nickeled, you know, that, that brushed, uh, brushed. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Brushed brass. We have both. That looks nice. Yeah. I like, I like that better. Mm-hmm. Cause like, yeah. I like the new stuff. I think mm-hmm. that looks really cool. Of the modern like look, I am actually really into the matte black, like the, like the black finishes versus oh, yeah. chrome or silver. I had chrome in my mom's house growing up. Yeah. And it was nice, but um, for some reason, we just always had fingerprints on everything. It was just oh, yeah, drove yeah. us crazy. I've not seen black yeah. fixtures. Yes. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, I, I have. Yeah, it's, that's nice. That's cool. I mean, this house was built in, my house was built in the 90s, late 90s, and it just had that bright brass you know like mm-hmm. the lights and the doorknobs and the we had to just replace it all it's just yeah it just <laughs> it, it, it it dates it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we we only have chrome in ours but mm-hmm. yeah it has to be the right di- uh, like I style do, with I it. love the um you know who's using it is um Chip and Joanna games. Oh, yeah? They use a lot of that that oh. brass and it looks really neat. Yeah. It, it makes me go, "Oh, well, maybe." Cuz I mm-hmm. always was like, "Uh." Yep. I actually polish. I think you're right. Her uh first mid-century house that she did that combined it was a kitchen. It was that giant kitchen and it was navy blue and she used brass with it. Those like open shelving with the glass. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I was like, "You know what?" I think there's something there, and then it just kind of blossoms. And then it took off. Yeah, just like the gray color. So Dottie kind of helps Amanda talk through it, like, well, maybe you just need to talk to him, and maybe he just needs someone to listen to him and understand him. And she said, yeah, maybe he just needs somebody to talk to. She goes, that may be true. Why don't you invite him to dinner? She goes, we can both talk to him. I know, mother. (laughs) 
She goes, I'll spare him that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Nedlingers, remember where that is? The bushes. Remember, they had those bushes in front of it, so he couldn't see it. Nedlinger, Ned seems like a nice guy, doesn't he? Just somebody you just want to talk to? Yep. (laughs) Boy, does he really act well in this. I mean, he's laying it on thick. But it's not over the... I don't think it's over the top. Really? It's drunk. He's drunk. I mean, he's got the you know, the slow eye. Yeah. It's not like he's... I was wondering if he had some deal with Ned not to give real alcohol, if he's acting or if he's really drinking alcohol, because you wouldn't think he'd want to be drunk if he's, like, approached. You'd have to have the smell. You have to at least... Yeah. He's got to drink some. Mm-hmm. He's got to have some, yeah. but I, I'm he's sure he's got... Really, well, I guess he just gets approached here, but if you're also trying to interpret a situation with a possible you know, approach from a bad guy, you want to be on your toes a little right. bit thinking and not just be like drunk at the t- mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Well, maybe he has him, maybe Ned knows him and, you know, Ned's Delicious watering him, drink. you know, they're watering yeah. down his drinks more so than most bars already do. Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but I think I do. I, I've seen people like this. He does a pretty reasonable job at being a drunk. Yeah. You know, he's got that pity, you know, I'm, uh, you know, poor me Mm -hmm. kind of slump to him. And then he's kind of just goofy and, and especially, you know, Lee and you know, he's very controlled. So the idea that he's so out of control here and he's like, you know, kind of moving his arms around wildly, wildly, just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, he's inebriated, but now we get to see a curly Q. I'm just going to call him curly Q. That hair is just awful. awful. There was a curling iron involved for sure. Yep. There was definitely just the tiniest teeny. When mini. I looked at his information up, he he has a picture of him now um, for, and he's got like, if you're interested in in getting me as an actor, call this number, you know, kind of thing. Oh, so really? He's, yeah, call my agent and all this stuff. Wow. So it's he's definitely active in acting or trying to be. Um, and his hair looks so much better. So I don't know what was going on here, but it was not. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Huge understatement. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lee putting running his hand through his hair and not having it be perfect. Yeah. It's just so all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. So Jack Harris uh, comes up and he's making conversation. Just seems to be like idle. You know, you're in the bar. Just how you doing? You know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And. And he's like, well, you don't look like you're feeling any pain. He's like, oh, no, you know. So then they just start kind of having that camaraderie. And Jack's like, oh, you know, I I, uh, I used to have that same problem with my work until I, I uh, quit. And told my I told my boss where he could stick it. And he goes, and did he? And he goes, anatomically uh, impossible. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> so they seem to be fast friends. And... It's kind of funny. Did you see when the door opened? No. It looks like a jungle out there. Like oh, literally really? there's like a jungle out the door. Which oh, we yeah. know is which we know it's not because it's just look at that. <laughs> because yeah. there's like trees. We just saw the front of it and right. it's like uh, it's like a street sidewalk yep. and it's down below and <laughs> it's so funny. That door is pretty though. I like that door. Yep. So 
Amanda comes in all happy. You like her outfit here, right? I do. Yeah, I, really I do. Like I, I do too. It's it's nice, but I was surprised mm-hmm. you liked it because it's so neutral. It's neutral, but anytime she's wearing the skirt with the shirt tucked in, mm-hmm. and I even like the contrasting blazer. Anyway, where she's not swimming in her clothes, I like that. Yeah, when it's more tailored. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Kind of like a flashback to season one because she wore a lot of those, mm-hmm. those colors and the blazer. Mm-hmm. She's got the little pen on her lap and all that. So Amanda comes in and then Jack kind of scoots out of there. He doesn't want to talk to him in front of her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, I went to the office to talk to you. Mr. Real- Melrose is looking for you. He's like, I'll catch you later. Uh, yeah, Jack. So Lee's lost his chance to kind of connect with that guy. Mm-hmm. He thinks that might be the guy. And uh, she's like, what are you doing? Or no, he says, what are you doing here? And she's like, I came to get you. Mr. Melrose is pretty upset. He goes, I could really care less if Mr. Melrose is upset or not. And he gets really just kind of snotty. Mm-hmm. So when I first watched this, I thought it was the same day, but it's not because she's in a different outfit. Yes. So he, has he been back to the office since then? Or um, in the script, been in there the script, all night? It says, uh, so Jack Harris says, I'll catch you later. Liam happily watches him go, then turns to Amanda. Amanda, what are you doing here? And in a Soto voice, she says, everyone at the agency said this is where you'd probably be he goes terrific now even my private life's an open book lee i don't understand i've never seen you like this are you in some sort of trouble no i'm not as a matter of fact i feel on top of the world she grimaces as he guzzles his drink maybe you just need a vacation taking periodic relaxing vacations is one of the best ways to handle the stress-related fatigue of everyday life he gives her a derisive look he goes, chapter two of villard's manual of stress-related problems so he's like Nice try, Amanda, you know, kind of thing. Like, I know what you're reading. She goes, it seemed to make sense. Oh, it says in parentheses, caught. Uh, You know, like as if she's been caught. It seemed to make sense. Lee looks at her scoffing, then turns and yells to Ned Linger. Ned, hit me again in a Shirley Temple for the lady. (laughs) She's like, don't you think you've had enough? And then it goes on about, you know, her being a Miss Social Worker and Mm -hmm. and all that. Oh, okay. And then, Mm -hmm. this is important. So... She says, Lee, I'm just trying to help. I'm your friend. He goes, you want to help? She said, yes. You want to be my friend? Yes. Then just leave me the hell alone, holding up this drink. This is the only friend and help I want tonight, uh, Tonight, okay? Amanda slides off the bar stool, hurt and disbelieving. Okay. She starts away. A flash of contrition crosses Lee's face. Then he looks again for Harris, but he's gone. Lee turns back to nursing his drink. I think it's a little bit later. I think it might be the next one. It says that he hasn't been in since 4 o'clock the night before. Oh, okay. To the office. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she tries to get him to come back, and he just keeps uh, nursing his drink. Mm -hmm. He plays irritated very well, too. Yes, he does. Oh, he always has, though, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Drunk irritated. How about that? He just wants her to stop. He's just like... Mm, He's just like, get to the end. Yep, yep. I hate how he goes, yes, I have had enough. And if you're going to do your Pollyanna, like, you know, your social, little miss social work, mm-hmm. you can just take it on out of here, too. Yep. Ugh. Ned, come on, hit me again, will you? And, and oh, and uh, give the lady a Shirley Temple. I think you've had enough. Yes, I have had enough. I've had enough of Billy and Francine telling me that I am not the agent that I used to be. And if you are going to play little miss social worker again, I've had enough of that before you even start, believe mm-hmm. me. I just came to talk. Oh, please. All right, all right. All right, let's go and get it over with. Huh? Okay, oh, wait a minute. Look, here. 
You can't go like this. You look terrible. What Just do you mean I can't? Hold your sleeve. Hold your sleeve. Hold your sleeve. All right. Put all your jacket right, on. Right. You're going to go. Go looking good. Oh, go looking good. Get your jacket what? on. There you go. Amanda. Come on. It's a pocket. Yeah, Amanda. Okay. <sighs> i got to fix your tie. This really bad. Yeah, I hope you like a Windsor knot. I don't like... It's the only one I know. Come on now. A little out of practice. Hey, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you just take this and you practice with it and you enjoy it, okay? Just, I, I don't care. I don't care what Billy thinks, all right? This happens in the in a different scene at the office, actually, hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So it's in the, the next scene. And uh, she goes, do you mind a Windsor knot? It's the only one I know. I taught Philip and Jamie both to tie theirs this way. It's been a while, though. He says, here, you can practice with it. It's yours. Enjoy. That's actually in the agency What this little scene happens. I think it's cool that Amanda, their mom, taught them how to tie a tie. I know. Like, I thought. I, thought, I taught I um, that's really Tyler sweet. how to tie his. That's cool. Well, I sh- I tied it for him, I guess. I didn't. I mean, I showed him, but I don't think he mm-hmm. caught on. I like this. He's like, J- I just don't care. I don't care what Billy thinks, all right? That would be hard when you know somebody close to you knows you and you have to act like that. Like you have to like, I mean, he has to act like a real dick. Yeah. You know? Oh, he will. Oh, stop. Stop. So they get back to the agency and he's just kind of riding in like he doesn't have a care in the world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's like, my office. He goes, am I supposed to report to detention? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Sarcasm is so good. Right. Or do I write an essay on the on the blackboard? He says this in front of everyone again. And he's like, get in here. And his pocket, his both hands are stuffed in his pockets. Mm-hmm. No like, tie. whatever. And then Billy shuts the blinds. And you're like, oh, the walls are going to rattle. It's about to go down. Okay. Francine's outfit. Like it. Super cute. Love it. Do you like it, Jen? That gray with the, the burgundy? Yeah. I do like it. Her earrings, though, Tay and I were talking about it. They look like shrinky dinks. <laughs> Yeah, that Lexi came up with that brilliant example of it. it it's it's exactly what they mm-hmm. look like. So, Lexi, were you making trinkets? Yeah. When you were little? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, my mom, uh, my mom did it when she was little, of course, and then so yep, we we were always doing we did crafts and everything. So yeah, she said, "Let's do these shrinky dinks," and so she would buy the paper, you know, buy the um, like we would draw our own or like fill in the colors and then make jewelry out of it. Yeah, it was, it was did you go? <laughs> yeah, did you ever do the ones where it was metal, like a metal frame, and then you had little crystals and you would put them in there, and then you would put it in the oven and it would melt and it would be like. It would be like a glass, um, like stained glass. I didn't have a metal. Oh, you know what? Yeah, because they were like beads. Yeah, they yes, were like beads, yes, and then yes, you'd they melt were like them. Rubber beads, and you had to like. They weren't finely, rubber. You know what? Ours were like. They little, were like your. Beard. Yeah, they were. It was kind of like crystals. These hmm. were kind of like crystals, and you'd put them in the thing, and just put them in the fr- within the frame, and then it would um, melt, yep. and then it looked like stained glass, mm-hmm. and then you. It was like an ornament. You know, you could have it up yep. in the window or something. Yeah, yeah. You never had those, Shen? those in surprise yeah that's funny but we probably did i remember the tricky dinks of course we only did those a couple and times i think i know what you're talking about Lexi, because my kids really liked them you put them you put beads on like a frame and then you use the iron yes yeah, so the iron with the oh, wax paper yeah. right jen yes okay yes, well, ours were cool. oven you put them in the but oven they made a ton of those. yes they were so fun and they kept us occupied like looking back i'm like i spent hours doing those so your mom really liked yes they were one of her favorite things to to have us do that's funny yeah possibilities are endless yes yep and you could they they were it was all yours and you could just sit there and like 
there were all these colors meticulously and, put yeah, them in yes how funny yeah it was it was you a pattern and you could create one yep you could so that's what was cool do exactly what yeah. you wanted you just wanted it to be crazy you could have a crazy day if you wanted to follow the pattern you could do that too oh what a good time what a time to be alive <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive did you hear so now with the door shut and you think the the walls are just gonna the glass is gonna rattle and everything yep. They're laughing and, and yep. having smug looks on the, their faces. And it's like, wait, what? What now? What just happened? Is this yeah. the same episode? And he looks very nice. He's, his hair looks normal. Mm-hmm. And he's more well put together and more in control. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait, what? And then he's just sitting there and he's like, I always thought I'd be older before I hit the skids, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Billy's like, is everybody buying buying your act? And he's like, you heard the scuttlebutt rumors flying from here to one end to the other. Billy's just thinking that's hilarious. He goes, your idea of botching that phony courier bus in front of Francine was a smart move. Okay, so it was fake. But then who was that dude? Who was that dude? And Francine obviously didn't know. So it goes back to... She could have heard that somebody... Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And then Billy's like, what about Amanda? She suspect anything? He goes, the poor thing. She's been all over me. Well, if I were her, I would be too. <laughs> yep. Just saying. He goes, probably on the phone right now, checking me into some rest home or a detox center. Well, she cares. You yeah, exactly. Boob. Yep. He just, he toys with her emotions. Mm-hmm. And he, Francine's he too. He thinks it's funny that she cares so much about him. Like yeah. he just, it, You can tell he just doesn't know what to do with that. Like the yeah. fact that someone cares so much about what he's doing and like how he's feeling. Mm-hmm. Like he just has no But he's doing idea. it again. After already yeah. messing with her and Francine, pretending to be dead in remembrance of things past in season yep. one. And he's like, you know, he saw how that affected them. And now he's doing it pretty much again mm-hmm. in a... You know, obviously not in a finality, the finality of death, mm-hmm. but it's, he's doing it again. He's messing with them. That He's yep. screwing with their emotions. Yep. That's so wrong. It is wrong. What a jerk. He is a jerk. A beautiful jerk, but damn a, a jerk. Damn fine looking <laughs> jerk, but jerk nonetheless. Yeah, those are shrinky dink earrings. Yeah. <laughs> but I like everything else. I like the barrettes in her hair. Yep. I like the necklace. Mm-hmm. I love the bracelet. It looks like a... Like this, uh, like a something from Africa. Mm. You know, it's like this long, like you know those neck things where they make your neck really yes. long. It's like that. But oh, is it? Yeah, I it's didn't on see a it. bracelet. It's like a superhero bracelet. <laughs> yeah, right. But those earrings, which the color's right. Yep. It's just the look, shrinky dink look. So Francine's saying, of all the the agents I saw hit the wall, I can't think of one who's really made a recovery and come back. See, I think her hair being up in barrettes like that, it. It's the same hair, but it's the barrettes. It brings up that off of her face. It looks so much better. Francine? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So Lee's saying, I swear to you, I'd do this for two years if I had to, if we could just stop, you know, this pattern of these agents, these burnout agents getting turned and then ending up dead. Happened in Munich, Mexico City, and here in Washington. Somebody is specializing in these poor, specializing in these poor guys. Specializing? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, getting to them while they're vulnerable. Yeah. So he tells them that the two from Munich and Mexico City are still um, missing, but the one in Washington, um, Jameson, his body was found in an alley. So it seems like once their their use is up, they're just dumping them. Yep. Goodbye, Betty Bodine. <laughs> Lee's telling him, hey, I think I got a nibble today. 
And he's like, oh, you know, want to talk about it? He's like, no, not yet, but, you know, soon. He's hoping. So he's thinking that that Jack Harris is going to be the line to whatever's happening to these burnout agents. Yep. And he is so right. True that. Spoiler alert. Look how cute he looks. He just turns from being a drunk to being a hot agent again in, like, Mm -hmm. seconds. I got to get back to losing my self-respect and screwing up my career. And he goes, oh, and where where does one do that? He goes, oh, Ned Linkers, of course. <laughs> uh-huh. He goes, where, do, where else would a man go to slide down the drain? <laughs> so then he like messes up his hair again and then they scream out. He goes, I have had enough. Call somebody else into your office to yell at. <laughs> You're being insubordinate. Well, you better get used to it. Okay, look at Francine's boots. Aren't those cute? Yeah, they are. Although I think I would have liked him better in the same color as the skirt. Mm -mm. No? No, I like the contrast. Yeah, otherwise Mm. it would have looked like an orange slash red blob. It needs the contrast. Maybe. But it's different texture and stuff. I don't know. It's just, Hmm. it's choppy. Amanda runs after him. She's like, Lee. She's like, I don't think you're going to get through to him. She goes, well, I will. I know I will. It's so sweet that she has so much devotion and, and trust and belief in him. Even though he doesn't have it, you know? What? I'm just gearing up. Oh, Lexi's having some issues because she knows what's coming. The slap. She really hates this part. That might indicate that maybe he really was drunk. He wasn't. Because you might just do something at the spur of the moment without thinking if you're kind of, you know, inebriated, not thinking things through. I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just saying. Yeah. So the script's a little different, okay? Mm-hmm. This is the final draft, but it's still a little different. What, where um, are we at? This is Amanda comes back to the agency. Without Lee? Without Lee. Okay. Says, hi, Francine. And then she says, Amanda, did you come by to drop something off or pick something up? She goes, uh, no, I just, you know, dropped by. She says, came to see about Lee, huh? Well, I thought I'd see how he was doing at his new assignment another look at his desk did he step out she goes yeah about four o'clock yesterday hasn't shown up since she says was he even expected this morning she goes ordered nine o'clock sharp she goes oh dear it's eleven twenty. she reaches out to pick up francine's phone maybe he overslept she goes don't bother he wasn't there both times i called she said is mr melrose upset the first five times he asked about lee he was pretty civil the last couple of times however have not been pleasant Behind them, Billy's door flies open and he strides over to them. He is fuming. Well, both Francine and Amanda say nothing. Their eyes, however, stray to Lee's empty desk. Billy says, I swear I'm going to prepare a disciplinary report on him. And Amanda says, excuse me, sir, but maybe Lee's just having a trouble, having trouble settling in a new ro- into a new routine. Or he could have a legitimate excuse this morning. Traffic accident, car trouble. He goes, yeah, or irresponsibility, arrogance, a bad attitude. Oh, Mr. Melrose, you don't really think that, do you? No, Amanda, I think the problem is even deeper. To Francine, I want him the minute he walks in. Understand? Yes, sir. He returns to his office. Amanda says, now I hope he doesn't show, now I hope he doesn't show up right away so Mr. Melrose can have some time to calm down. Francine looks over to Amanda, over Amanda's shoulder toward the hall and points, no such luck. So then Lee comes in. Mm Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, Lee, he goes, easy, Amanda. I did some serious swilling last night and my head is killing me. Oh, shoot. She goes, you drank all night? He goes, no, Ned closed up around two and spoiled all my fun. He starts on in. Amanda grabs his arm. Lee, wait, you should know 
that Mr. Melrose is very angry. Don't worry, I'll clear things with Billy. That's when she says, well, at least you can straighten up, um, straighten you up a little bit. Let me help you with your tie. And that's when she does the Windsor knot thing. Ah. And then he goes, here, you can just practice with it and everything. That's mm-hmm. when all that happens. Gotcha. Yeah. And then that scene happens with him in Billy's office. Mm-hmm. Then you're seen. We're back at Nedlinger's. Mm-hmm. And Curly Q is on the phone uh, kind of filling in somebody on the other line. We know it's Bracken later, obviously, but filling in, telling him he, he really thinks it's legit and he thinks he can get him in there and that he sees a stumbling Lee come in and nearly knocks the lady off of her chair yep. and then heads over to the bar and orders another drink. Now, before this happens, before this scene, the horrible, disgusting, painful scene happens. Painful. Painful. But brilliant cringe cringeworthy but brilliant yes yes um before it happens though in the script Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen as quite as powerfully Mm -hmm. so when amanda comes up to him and she's he's like i'll do the report later you know don't worry about it she goes but it has to be in on time he goes time amanda all i've got is time and to emphasize his point he throws his arms out expansively the back of his hand smacks into amanda's face not hard but it makes contact. It stops things cold. Amanda's humiliated at being struck and seeing Lee this way. Lee is appalled. Oh, oh, Amanda, I'm so sorry. It's quite all right, Lee. It didn't hurt. She turns to go. Amanda, wait. She hurries out of the bar. Lee turns to Harris. Look, Jack, I'll see you later. And we can talk about your friend. Yeah, sure. I, I have to take off anyways. Looks like you've got some explaining to do. And he stumbles after Amanda. See, I'd like to think, though, because... He, he pauses and goes after her, that he does care and didn't really want it to go that far. For sure. Otherwise, he would have just been wanting to stay with Jack and like facilitate the deal and, hey, I made my connection. And I don't like, I just don't like the script's version of it being like just an accident and not I being think as powerful. it's more impactful yes. that it was clearly intentional. Right. Where it got, yeah. take, it got carried away. He got carried away with it, but mm-hmm. it was definitely intentional. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, so then he hurries after her and, mm-hmm. and, you know, how he says I'm poison and all that. So he yeah. does say that. He goes, I don't think it's smart for you to associate with me. And Amanda says, Lee, we're friends and friends help each other. So then he says, look, if it's easier for you, I'll make a deal. Let's not be friends. Ooh, that's ouchy. Mm-hmm. So that's how it happens in the script. I definitely like the more powerful scene that we get in the film version. But I also think it has some very painful remarks too, like let's not be friends then kind of thing. I mean, did he really have to go, you know, did he really have to add insult, literally insult to injury, you know? Yeah. So now we do have the actual scene. So let's, let's watch this and all cringe together. (laughs) (laughs) So him and Jack are just talking and saying, you know, that companies are just use you up and spit you out and kind of thing. And it's very, very uh, scornful and bitter. This is where Jack tells them, hey, you know, I met someone and they, they, you know, helped me out when I was really down. And I think they can help you too. And he's like, oh, really? He goes, well, what does this fairy godfather of yours do? He goes, import, export, some personnel work, lots of other things. I think you should talk to me. He goes, what for? And he goes, for a job. And he goes, Psh. and he goes, eh, why not? It beats sitting around here waiting to get fired. He goes, I'll get a hold of him. We can set something up right away. So then Amanda comes back. Now, this is the same day as from earlier. 
Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. She's wearing that same outfit. And he starts to get up and he knocks over his stuff and he's like, oh. Hi. Uh, I want you to oh. <laughs> I want you to meet a friend of mine. Hi. Uh, this is Jack Harris. Jack, this is Amanda. Hello. I came to talk to you about that report from Mr. Melrose. Yeah, well, I'll do it later. No, you really need to do it now. It has to be turned in on time, you know. Time? Time? <laughs> Amanda, I have got nothing but time. I'm sorry. That's okay. It no, didn't I'm, hurt. I'm sorry. You can move your hand. Amanda. No, Amanda. Amanda. Look, Jack, I'll talk to you about your friend later, huh? Yeah, stuff like that. Amanda! No, no. It's all right. It didn't hurt. I hit you. You just gotta stay away from me. You've seen what I've been doing lately. I'm, you've seen what I've been going through? I am poisoned I at the age of... Then let me make it easier for you. Just don't help. But if you look at this, you guys, you can actually see Kate. She like tenses up and kind of puts her chin out there, like, go ahead, it's gonna hurt, but like, but go for it. Cause she's a method actor. She probably told them give him give her a wallop. He goes in for like the two little pats and then just one, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three, and then smack. <laughs> she does a good job of playing Amanda though. Oh gosh. Yeah. Like, sweet getting hit, but you're still handling it very right. reserved. Yes. She's very um, like, calm and collected. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll deal with this later, young man. You know? Yeah, just like, get your hand off me. Mm-hmm. Don't touch me. Mm-hmm. And Ned's in the background just watching the whole thing play oh, out. Oh, that's Ned. Yeah, that's oh. Ned. He's watching the whole thing. The look, the haunted look on Lee's face is priceless. Yeah. I wonder what he was thinking yeah. about. There's emotion there for sure. Like what yeah, The actor, yeah, what the about. Bruce was thinking about. There was a lot of emotion there. Yeah. And then she's like, take your take your hand off me. Mm-hmm. That's how I would be. I would be very stoic, you know, and be like, and I'd internalize it and deal with it later. I would just want to get out of yeah. there. I would totally just want to get out of there. Yeah. I think you would too. I think, you'd I, have, I think Jen would too. Unfortunately, been in a similar situation. Not exactly like this, but yeah. Hope I just the totally, shit out of whoever that no, was. No, I just internalized it and then dealt with it no, poorly. No. Dealt with it very poorly. And then, you know, just. My first reaction would be to take names because I grew up in sort of a volatile household, you know? And so the, ugh, my dad was very violent. So, you know, your natural reaction would be to. I wouldn't be as calm. It would rile me up. I would be like. Yeah. Go at it. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't hit back, but I would definitely. It'd be hard for me to be that calm about it. My brother and I used to fight all the time. I mean, like punching, scratching, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like violent. Yeah. It, it would, would depend on the. You did not want to get me riled up. Situation. This is like in public with another person mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Totally coming out of left right. field. Like just. The end. I hate this scene, but it's so good, but I hate it. It is good, but I do hate it as well. Even Jack's like, damn. Yeah. If someone starts talking louder and louder to you, do you get softer and softer? No, I get louder and louder. (laughs) What do you do? trying to work on that because I work with a lot of men that get real Mm bullyish when they want their way, like technically. And... You know, it is amazing if you just start talking very quiet and calm. But my natural reaction is, is just to escalate it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Mine's to get sarcastic. 
um it depends on the person it's very it depends it depends on the person yeah <laughs> depends i love it she goes it didn't hurt move your hand <laughs> she doesn't say move your hand please she goes move your hand <laughs> he goes uh i'll talk to you about your friend later it's like all pretenses are gone now it's he's 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 like she goes it's all right he goes i hit you you just gotta stay away from me and then he turns dicky again He's like, you've seen what I've been doing lately. You see what I'm going through. I'm poisoned at the agency. She goes, I try to help. He goes, then let me make it easier for you. Just don't help. That look she gives is just, oh, like a hurt puppy dog. Like like he hit her with a newspaper, yep. you know, on, on the snout. You know what I mean? That yeah. look is so sad. He probably does know, though, the only way he can get her to leave I know. is to be mean. But it's though. so painful. Yeah. It hurts, I Jen. Know. Hmm. You should you should just tell her. Yes. On. This is my theory now. <laughs> yeah. Nothing good comes from Amanda being kept in the dark. Mm -hmm. Francine, fine. <laughs> but just tell Amanda yeah. for Pete's sake. We're in the office with the giant rug. You pointed oh this out. Hugest rug ever. <laughs> it's basically a roll of carpet. Instead it is of it. <laughs> huge. Is that storefront? familiar at all or is actually it um i was telling lexi um dave and david and i drove by it it's familiar to me but i don't know why so it's somewhere in la i don't i couldn't tell you right now but i could probably find it out for you no that's i was just curious but yeah that is a big rug <laughs> bracken is getting on harris about ignoring amanda and just kind of you know brushing her off as just you know some secretary or something yeah. and he's like what do you expect her to have a sign on her that says agent <laughs> he was like spent nearly 10 years with the agency i know what the procedure is when a top field agent like stetson breaks they put a watchdog on him that's who mrs king is he goes i did see her the other day he goes glued to stetson until they figure out if he's salvageable he goes i can save them the, them the trouble stetson's a wreck oh is he jack or is it just your hair <laughs> It's both. And maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> um, Brecken wants Lee because he is a top agent and yeah. he can get him into places that he probably couldn't without him. But he only uses him for the one job that really isn't yeah. that profitable. So that's I what I was so confused about the entire time. And they, even with the other agents, it says that they kept them until they were no longer useful. And you're going to take the... like the top agent lee stetson and just use him one time for a measly little like armored truck bank robbery like robbery that seems crazy so yeah especially after he's already shown that he's you know committed by killing amanda right That's wow very we're true. jumping way sorry <laughs> i'm like jumping way around here spoiler alert <laughs> no i totally agree with yeah. you delayed spoiler I alert i was like what are you doing he's just a murderer basically even for one little thing and just murders them. I don't understand. Now, we're back at the agency and Amanda has done Lee's report for him and turned it into Billy. And he's like, wow, this is pretty complete for a man who thinks 12 to 12.05 is a full day. <laughs> he goes, did, did Lee do this? And she goes, well, it's complete, sir, isn't it? <laughs> That's <laughs> as, as snarky as Amanda gets. Yep. Unless she's talking to Francine. Too right. She, and then I love it. After he just hit her. After he just smacked her in front and humiliated her in front of Curly Q. Yep. She says, sir, I'd just like to say, even though Lee is going through a pretty rough time, 
I think we should all remember that he's really a very, well, a, a dedicated, uh, caring, and, well, a good person. I mean, seriously. I mean, Billy doesn't even know that, that she, what she just went through yep. at Nedlinger's. And she's still standing up and for him. And she's still standing That's up a, for him. That is way better than... I mean, talk about yeah. just unrelenting trust and support, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, Lee owes her after this. Right? He needs to take her out for dinner. He needs to, he needs to, you know, service her. <laughs> service her. Well, it's probably been a while yeah. for the poor girl. Too right. And we all know Dean was more of a trial and tribulation than anything else. <laughs> that man was not a fun time. <laughs> Bookends. Yeah. <laughs> So she gets into her car and she's heading up to Reston for some flowers <laughs> and at Peterson's, at Peterson's nursery. Yeah. Did you have a nursery in Reston, Virginia, Jen? Well, yeah, my ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You act like you're old. You know, this was back in the 1800s or something. <laughs> nice try, Jen. Oh, well, it was the 80s. Okay. I was, I was a young <laughs> Your ancestors. <laughs> So now we're supposedly quote in in the in the country uh, when it's clearly California roads, <laughs> back roads, back roads, <laughs> and she's caught a tail. And by now you would think she'd be able to f- spot one, especially because she has already, hasn't she? Yeah, she's caught tails before. Yeah. Well, it's a little coincidental that Jack just shows up. I would be suspicious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and th- that's another thing in the mm-hmm. in the script that's a little different. Mm-hmm. So right now we're watching Jack. Uh, he's shooting out Amanda's tire, and then mm-hmm. oh, and then he just happens to drive by, and then like pulls um pulls back in, and she's like, ah, oh, shoot, you know. Mm-hmm. He uses a silencer, obviously, or otherwise she would have known what it is. And and she's like, oh, uh, yeah, thank you very much. You're Jack, right? And he's like, yeah, that's right, Jack Harris. And in the script, in the film version, she says, yeah, well, it's uh, lucky for me you happened along. And then she turns around. And you got to love the look on her face. She's just like, oh, yeah, that's Sailor V. That's how it goes. Should have figured. (laughs) Should have figured this is how my day was going to go. Just got slapped. Now I'm going to get killed. Mm -hmm. But in the script, she says... Well, I'm glad it's you because sometimes someone will offer a helping hand, but it turns out he really, and Amanda trails off as she now notices the gun in Harris's hand and pointed at her. And he goes, and he finishes, is going to kill you. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Ouch. But yeah, what a, sh- what a crappy day Amanda's having. Yep. And she's not even wearing cute earrings. <laughs> See, if you had burnout, these things would push you over the edge. Find out if I tire, that's Oh, yeah, you're yeah. just like, I'm done. This is ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's this, I, we said it's the small things, Jen. Yeah, no, it is. But they feel huge. Yeah. So he has her turn around. And as she does, he's got this gun pointed at her. And then you hear a noise coming from behind him. And he turns to look. And she quickly, very smart, Picks up a big limb, a tree limb. A branch. A, well, it's, it's bigger than a branch. Did you see it? It That looked bigger than a branch to me. Okay. If you look at it, watch. It's like this big around. A branch to me is like 
I see. That's that's a, that's like a. All right, I'll take it. Yeah, that just is bigger to me. So Stand she corrected. Yeah, she takes it and she just whacks him and then knocks him down. And then I love how she picks up the gun and she's gonna throw it <laughs> yeah. out. And then Lee comes out. He goes like, "Are you right?" She goes, "Did I kill him?" They actually talk over each other their lines. I don't think it's supposed to be that way. Hmm. But it's more realistic. Yeah. And she's like shaking her hands off. He goes, all right, I'm going to put a spare on your tire. And I'll, I want you to meet me at Nouvelle, uh, Chez Nouvelle mm-hmm. downtown. So Lee was the creeper in the forest, right? Yep. So in the script, in this scene, when they're at the restaurant, he, he says, what's the matter? She says one thing in Nedlinger's today about us not being friends anymore. He says, playing the cover, only that. And then an awkward pause. I'm sorry I had to say those things. No, no, I understand completely. It's all right, really. He goes, good. Now let's talk about keeping you under wraps for a few days. So totally not the same scene that we get, which is, this is less impactful, I think, than what we actually get. Even though I know we've had discussions about this, Lex, where you don't feel his apology is um, strong enough. Most sincere. Yeah. I think he, I think she lets him off easy. Well, definitely, I agree with you on it being too easy. I think... I think he definitely feels a lot of remorse. I don't think he knows how to deal with that, those feelings. Oh, yeah, I thought it was genuine. Yeah, I think it's definitely genuine. I I, I think he felt very badly about it and wanted to make sure that she knew that and that, you know, he's in a tough spot. He was trying to convince Jack. He's trying to get her to leave him alone because she's worried about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I took it very genuine, but I thought he did a pretty good job, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I think, I do think she let him off the hook too much, uh, too easily. Yeah. Yeah, because he barely, I don't even feel like he gets out like a real apology. She's just already brushing it off like, oh, don't worry about it. Well, you know how you feel. I mean, I've done that before myself. I get feel really awkward about somebody feeling bad. So I just want to be like, brush it aside and be like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, it's no big deal. So I get where she's coming from because I probably would have done the same thing. But that's on her, not him. I mean, I think she's trying to protect him from himself a little bit, like, like trying to, so he's not hurting. But he, I think he honestly is trying to, yeah, make sure. She knows how uncomfortable he is, you know, with that. So she like, and she probably feels like I do. I, I get uncomfortable when somebody else feels uncomfortable. I'll be like, no, no, don't worry about it. Like, just brush it off. Even though it wasn't okay that they did whatever they did. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, which is why it's good that he sort of pauses and says, well, wait, no. Yeah. He goes, no, I hit you, you know. know? I am really sorry. Yeah. This wasn't a good thing. And so, yeah, I thought it was one of the more emotional scenes. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, the series. Definitely more impactful than what was in the script. I love, love, love her eye makeup here. (laughs) I do. I think it's so pretty. The close-ups that they have on her at 2517-ish. Mm-hmm. The close-up on her. He looks rough because he's got the five o'clock shadow and everything and his hair is kind of messed up. But she, I think she looks really pretty and natural. She always looks good when they put that like, it's like that grayish green. Yeah, it is. It's like a, yeah, it's like a green, greenish gray. You're right. Mm -hmm. So they're trying, they're, they're kind of figuring out how, why Harris was following her. And he's like, well, you know, you did show some public displays of trying to help me. And so... Which, and this is another nice thing, is he tries to explain, you know, it was just cover. And she goes, I know, I know, it was just part of your cover. He no longer has to baby her, kind of. She's picking up on things. She knows. She's been around long enough now to know it's not really, that wasn't really him. It was just an act. Like, he doesn't admit to it, what I did, what I said. He doesn't come out and say it. It's a cop-out. 
It's a cop out. But I think it's just that he's uncomfortable. It's how it's how it was written. I get it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. He says, "I really am sorry." Yeah, oh, I yeah. I think I think it's pretty real. I don't think he's good at apologizing. Right. But I agree. He really <laughs> does stop to pause her and say, and he hey, does, listen, and he does feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to brush this off. It's not just a job. I really am sorry. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he doesn't. You're right. He doesn't say exactly what he did mm-hmm. and all that. But uh, the old um, Lee would have just let that. Just yeah. he would have just brushed it on I the mean, rug I and not done anything. Growth for sure. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think Bruce did a good job acting. I think it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I mean, this is Lee version number like four because this is like he's still the shuffle, but he's the real Lee again. Mm-hmm. But right, you know, he had to go through all these changes. You're right. So. You're right. He's the bumbling, you know, agent who doesn't know what he's doing. He's the drunk. He's the insubordinate, and now he's the remorseful, you know, yeah. in charge. There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now Bracken and Harris. Harris. I cannot remember Curly Q's <laughs> name. Bracken and Harris are in Bracken's office. Bracken's kind of scolding him for getting duped by a woman kind of yeah. thing. And he's like, now he wants revenge on Amanda because he's like, I have a score to settle with her. Mm-hmm. Now they have a plan to get Lee and they're going to take care of Amanda at the same time. Lee comes home to his very bachelor pad apartment. I don't like this apartment. Hate it. And, <laughs> and Bracken's sitting on his couch drinking his scotch. You can tell that there's no love lost between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like someone showing up in my apartment. Yeah, sure. right? Like, how did he get yeah, in? Get out. I would think there would have a lot more security around uh, an agent's yeah. apartment. I thought it was pretty bold of Bracken to um, sit with his back towards the door as well. Yeah, And not being true. able to see, like, who's walking in. That's true. It's probably just for the sure. sit- setting. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. A good like, point. he could have sat there. Probably. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Look at that brass, like mountain goat. Yeah, what is <laughs> that? Ram? Wait, I, think. I think it's a ram. <laughs> I was wondering what that was when I was watching. That. I, was like, it, that I thought it was a ram because he has a ram's horn too oh. in season one. Jeez. Um, Amanda puts flowers in it in uh, <laughs> yeah, right. in uh, the episode five. Tibetan, yeah, uh, ACM. Ram's horn or yeah, that's my Tibetan ram's horn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Bracken's trying to recruit him and Lee's still playing his cover saying, you know, he's, he's very bitter about Billy Melrose, Mm -hmm. you know, saying him and his ivory tower, you know, up in his office, deciding what people out there risking their lives are doing. And it's very bitter drips from him. And so he's trying to get him and he's like, no. And he's like, why not? He goes, cause I don't like you Bracken. I love that line. That's really Mm. cool. Cause I don't like you. And he's like, well, you know, I can cut you in on this. Uh, it'd be a half a million dollars. And then Lee's like, oh, like, <laughs> what? No, so what? Yeah. Say what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you proposing? He goes, we'll talk about it tomorrow morning. And he gives him an address to his office and tells him to meet him there. Well, this is only phase one of the plan that mm-hmm. we'll soon find out what's really happening. Lee's back at the agency and he's talking with Billy uh, saying he's going to meet up with him. And Billy wants to have him uh, wear a wire. And he's like, no way. He'll spot that in a second. Mm -hmm. And so he has some more details on Bracken because now they know who they're dealing with. And uh, he's dealing with mercenaries. So never, probably never a good thing. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine. So you know how last time we were talking, we were talking about that 
chair that has the oh yeah like covered yeah literally a couple days after or i don't know last week kim kardashian's bathroom has chairs that are fully covered like that they're gray but it looks just like that yeah it looked just wow. like it i meant to take a screenshot and then i totally forgot oh how but funny. anyway yeah her bathroom has two chairs two pairs of chairs or a pair of chairs like that they're gray and they're fully covered and they have the cutout too just like that just how like funny. that yep so it's back okay. in. The bigger point here is you watch the Kardashians. Oh, I right? I already know I, she adores them. I think I think oh what they've gosh. done with their lives is extremely admirable. In the fact that they've been able to like take a really kind of unfortunate situation with the fact that their whole fame basically started. Um, number one, their dad was OJ's lawyer, and number two, with a Kim, sex tape. <laughs> Kim had a sex tape, but. Think about what they've been able to grow their entire empire into. Like, that's freaking wild that they've been able to do that. I mean, their whole lives are exploited. Their children are exploited, whatever. But I think it's like you. most people have to sacrifice something for fame. I wouldn't do it, but I do find them fascinating for sure. And I think the majority of them have gone on to do some pretty cool things. Like, Kim right now is studying to be a lawyer the past three months alone, she's helped over 17 people get out of prison um, for like low level drug crimes that they wouldn't necessarily have had the chance to do that. Um, Chloe started a company. Kylie started the company. No matter if they got their seed money from their parents or whatever, they're still successful. Courtney's doing some dumbass website called Poosh, which is just stupid, but she's doing something. <laughs> I I think that she they're seems cool. to be the dud in the family. Is she, she she's actually the only one that has her bachelor's degree right now. She's oh, okay. the oldest of them all. Rob is the dud, the boy. Okay. He's like just uh-huh, an mess. idiot. He's he's a, the stupidest little dum dum ever. He's so irritating. Oh, he was, she has a lot wow, of feelings about serious, this. Yeah. Yeah. Serious. Like I. She's um, obsessed. I. I wouldn't say I'm obsessed. I don't watch their show anymore, mainly because I get jealous of the fact that like they they just live the high life. Live the high life, and it'll. I'll never even hope to have an ounce of everything that they have wealth wise. But I would also never be willing to compromise my privacy in the way that they have either. Right. Yeah. And like the control that Kris Jenner has over her little empire is insane. But I think that they. I think it's really admirable what they've been able to accomplish going from what they started and now what they are. It's crazy. Everyone knows their name. Uh, Even if you hate them, you know them, you've thought about them. That's incredible. Like, that's incredible star power. Even the most famous actress in the world, not everyone's heard of them. Everyone's heard of Kim Kardashian. There's very few people in this entire world that haven't heard of her. In some way, shape, or form. Could be for good or bad reasons. Yeah, no. but but like her. like they say, all publicity is good publicity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what and they they've say. been able to take it and make it what they want. They manipulate yeah. everything. I'm not a I'm not a fan. I yeah. I find they, it. They manipulate everything yeah. is the key. Yeah. 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 But but you know, I see what you're saying. That's an interesting perspective mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're amazing people, but I think that when you're fascinated down, by them. I'm fascinated. Yeah. yeah. I can see And that. I think that they care about each other. Like they are truly for the family, for the, whatever the family needs, they'll do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my TED talk today on the Kardashians. The TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. TED oh, talk. <laughs> TED talk with Lexi. <laughs> you know, I, I think that it's just that genre, especially sure. of reality. Reality TV. Yeah. Fan of. Um, but you probably grew up with it a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, for sure. You know? mm-hmm. 
I didn't grow up with that. That came out like I remember when Survivor came out in nineties. Yeah, was it like the nineties? I like the reality TV uh, competition stuff. I find that intriguing and interesting. Yeah, with- it's branched out into so many realms of like let's just watch people live their lives that's what i like i like watching people live their lives that's like i don't like the competition aspect but like real world um the or or road rules like those sorts of i like those those are but those are competitions no the uh afterwards yeah but the real world it was just them like real world yeah but but road rules was competitions Maybe I'm not remembering the other one. I thought. Then they did the challenge. I like those. Those I don't like. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. Yeah. I like the competition, and I also like the psychological way that people have to, you know, connect with people. Um, You know, so the psychology of different personalities and how you have to play the game, but then you also need to build relationships with Mm -hmm. people. So I find that very interesting. To me, that's too stressful. And I just feel like they pick the people that are like going to cause the most drama and strife. And it like makes me super anxious. So I just like to see how people live their lives. Like the Osbournes when they had their show. I loved that one. I used to watch that. Yeah. That and then they great. got a little crazy, so. Mm-hmm. And then I also couldn't understand the damn thing that Ozzy said. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah. Right. And they understood him. And you're like, okay, well, all right. Yeah. But I did, I found that interesting. Cribs. Cribs was so great. When they went I, around the houses. Oh, I love that. I never watched that. <laughs> uh, it was where they had these crazy off the chain uh, yeah. houses. Yeah. I just get depressed when like I have a sick day and I don't feel well and flip around the TV. And That's when you watch Kate Jackson like, movies. That's what yeah. I do no, when I'm I sick. No, I stay on these shows, but it would just depress me to sit there and watch, like, Teen Mom and oh, yeah. or whatever. I'd just be like, man, this is awful. <laughs> but I do, see the, I do see the benefits. I'm not being totally negative. I just... Yeah. Sometimes you just want brain candy, and that's, yeah. you know... I don't even have cable anymore, so I don't watch them, or I just... It's mainly social media and everything. But, um, yeah, I just... I just like look, learning about other people and how they live. That's my favorite thing. Like yeah, the anthropological. Yeah. Well, there's there's people that are like, you know, they watch hoarders just so they can feel better about themselves, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, well, at least I don't have, my house isn't that dirty. Right. You know? Perspective. So whatever. Well, it's probably, it's probably your way of like going and understanding someone else's perspective yeah. in their lives without actually doing it yourself. Yes. Right. And without having to interact with them. Different to me, but. <laughs> yeah. I, it's also somewhat artificial, but yeah. yeah, I like, I like some of the, the travel things and the food stuff mm-hmm. you get that same flavor without the drama. So back to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Lee feels like he has Bracken now. He, he's like, we can wrap this up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with a guy who knows us as well as we know ourselves. So mm-hmm. he goes, no wire. He goes, all right, don't forget one agent is dead and two are missing. He goes, yeah, but they were real burnout, strung out and fragile. That's my advantage. Bracken thinks I'm just like them. We're back with Amanda at Amanda's house and Dottie's cooking. And Amanda comes down in a pretty and pink outfit. Mm-hmm. It's cute. The sweater looks really soft. Yep. And Dottie tells her, hey, that was Mr. Melrose. He wants you to meet him at this uh, that office right there and uh, at 930. And she's like. Oh, well, okay. Now in the script, she's, she questions it and she goes, Amanda, you don't have time. Just go. So she actually does question it. But then Dottie tells her, you know, kind of rushes her out. So right. she goes. But she does question it in the script. 
And everybody will be happy to know the little weird yellow doll ladies on the wall still. <laughs> in the in the den. That cracks me up here because she can't even pause her stirring or beating of her food to talk to whoever's on the phone. Mm-hmm. She's got to try to do both at the same time. <laughs> I mean, I want to just like set it down. Let's talk to whoever. It's just going to be a minute. But it's Dottie, back. Jen. It's Dottie. She can do that. <laughs> yeah, she's like... <laughs> It's important to keep mixing. Yes. Now, uh, Lee is in front of uh, Bracken's import-export building. I hate his outfit. I don't think I've hated his outfit more than this outfit that he has. Here we go. They don't match at all. Oh, right. Mr. Winky. So when... Oh, right there. So when Lee has to put his arms above his head... And have Bracken um, pat him down. That's 100%. Um, you can see the outline of Mr. Winky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's... It's uh, it's subtle, but I'd it's like there. I'd like to say it's subtle, but I mean, as soon as we were watching it the other day, I was like, oh. I mean, yeah, you can totally like, see it right there. It's no doubt, like, he is a man. <laughs> he is definitely a man. Like, <laughs> I uh, my, my view must be different or something, because I don't... Okay, so yeah. it's at 32.45. Yeah, it's just that it might be cutting off on my computer. Oh, don't but cut I, it. I can kind of see it. Don't cut yeah. it off. <laughs> and I have the, the subtitles. Yeah, because he's got his arms like pulled up. Yeah, when like his back, arms pull up, like, it shows his hips forward. Yeah, it like thrusts yeah. him out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you guys are funny. Well, I'm, we're just, it wasn't like we were looking, Jen. It just like was very prominent. Yeah. Which, good for him. Good. Yeah. Mr. Boxleger. Very. What's his wife's name? She must be very happy. <laughs> Verita. Verita yeah, was probably very happy. Good for him. So he's like, I want you to kill someone. And he's like, are you joking? He goes, not at all. And he's like, it's not as if you haven't killed anybody before. It's part of the job. Well, it's part of this job too. Only this time you, you'll net $500,000. He goes, who's the target? And then you hear a knock at the door. <laughs> And Miss Pretty and Pink uh, herself comes walking in and she's like, Lee? And he goes, there's your victim, Lee. I want you to kill Amanda King. And then Curly Q comes up behind with the gun. I bet you he's excited to make sure she pays for hitting him. Yep. What Those earrings are really big. I was disappointed in him here for not putting more, uh, more of a fight with Bracken on killing Amanda. Yeah. yeah. Even though he was supposed to be faking it, it just comes out real heartless. You could even think that they would question, you know, why yeah, that he, it, Yeah, why isn't he yeah. fighting it more? Right. Right. Just push back a little for our sake. Yeah. <laughs> Make us feel a little better. Yeah. Her earrings are huge. Yep. They are huge for her. Uh, they are down in the country area again of Virginia. Wink, wink. <laughs> and um, and they get out of the car and poor Amanda's uh, about to, uh, yeah, about to bite it. Yep. Her pretty little sweater is about Her to be ruined. pretty little sweater. I wonder what they talked about in the car. Oh, I know. Okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> awkward. <laughs> so lee takes the gun and he doesn't even say anything like can't we talk about this or something you know she doesn't even beg for her life i know that's what i thought i'd be begging for my life for sure Lee, please don't do this or like bracken like i can help you too like i'm an agent but she she just is like okay guess i'm gonna she has so much trust in him that she doesn't i think she's waiting for him to do something you know to say something that's how much trust she has in him you know I guess. 
He should have hesitated just a little bit more, put up a little bit more of a fight. Yeah. And and he just looks so determined and he's he doesn't really let on where he's gonna shoot. Exactly. Like there's no indication. Like, how did she know? Like what there's a lot of nonverbal communication yeah. that I'm not even picking up any cues as yeah. to what to do. Exactly. Exactly. But apparently she picked up on him. Yeah. Um because he shoots he shoots once and then she drops like a bag of rocks and then rolls down the hill and hits, you know, rolls until she hits the, the brush there. And they don't even, they just look, okay, good job. She's dead. Like what? Because how do you know that? <laughs> and then ding dong one and two are standing there right above her and telling the whole plan. Yep. So they're talking about how uh, there's special fun shipment going to the agency today. And, Three million dollars in unmarked bills, and so they're going to uh, use Lee to get them the money. And he's like, "Why didn't you tell about me about this earlier?" He goes, "This needs to know." And he goes, "Soon we'll get to Mill Creek, then you can see to it that Stetson joins the the others." Mm-hmm. And Amanda pokes up her head. It's like, "Dude, stay down yeah, for a minute. At least right. let let the car go by. They, otherwise, they're going to finish the job." And she puts it down as soon as she hears the car start moving. Like- <laughs> I don't know about that logic. That was for the audience's benefit yeah. that's freaking out yeah. at this point. And then she gets up, and then she, you see her pull her sweater, and she's got a big hole, two mm-hmm. holes, ex- entrance and exit. And uh, she gets up and dusts herself off and just gets going. Yeah. In the script, though, um, Lee points the gun, pulls the trigger twice. Mm-hmm. Amanda jolts, clutches her stomach, and and topples backwards down the riverbank into the water. Bracken and Harris join Lee and look down at the body. Very good. I hope you're satisfied. So um, I'm betting that Kate was like, the hell I'm going to go in water. Yeah. <laughs> because then they have a, a, um, a couple uh, moments later after they've spilled their guts about what they're going to do. Um, after a moment, Amanda dripping wet, <laughs> terrified, pulls herself out of the water and up the bank. She hides behind the cover of brush, waiting until Lee, Bracken, and Harris get in the car and drive off. She climbs up the bank, fingers the charred bullet hole in the side of her sweatshirt, and and shudders. So yeah, she wouldn't have want to been strutting down the street all wet and in the yeah. truck cab all wet. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. And having to get dunked every time. It's oh yeah, how many times? That. Yeah. All in one day. Yeah. So then Bracken in the car, back in the car, he's like, you know, I know it's tough to shoot a woman. Like, he's done it before. And you're like, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So he's telling him what they're going to do. He's like, what do you need me for? He goes, oh, you're going to take care of the guards. So they trust him um, and and they know him. So you take them out and then they'll move in. He goes, for this, I got a half million dollars. He goes, that's the least you'll be getting. Wouldn't you be like, oh, what else am I getting? Mm-hmm. A bullet hole in the head? <laughs> this is where I was thinking if I were Lee, I would just say, what do I need you guys for? I can just get that money. Take the money myself. That's true. And why do I need to give you any of the money? Right. That's very true, Jen. Amanda, I like Amanda's like walking down the street and then that camper goes by and she like actually hits it. Like, damn you, you just right. <laughs> me, you went right past. <laughs> that's so funny now we're at what looks to be like a bank type thing Mm -hmm. supposedly and there's a Brinks truck there and the guards are coming down and then I think they use this uh, location in uh, Stemwinder oh yeah I think but maybe maybe it's slightly different so it might not be but it looks like it 
So the guards get in the back of the Brinks truck and then Lee comes out the same door and says, hey, and knocks on the door and they open up and they're like, oh, what are you doing here? He goes, you have to take an important message. He's like, to the bank? He goes, yeah, and shoves them in and then throws this canister of gas mm-hmm. and then shuts the door. So then they're um, getting all those fumes and mm-hmm. makes them pass out. Which did they... They already know where the shipment's going to be. They're already in the back there, and all they did was knock on the door. Couldn't Bracken and Harris have just shucked in the yeah. little canister? For sure. Yeah, because they opened the door because they knew Lee, but they didn't see Lee. Yeah, so they how would they? Seen him. Yeah, so yeah. No, good point. Good point. If they would have done it as they were getting in, maybe, and yeah. they go, oh, what's up, Mr. Stetson? You know, they saw him. Then, right. yeah, that would make more sense. So then he goes to the front of the truck and says, hey, there's a problem back there. And then he. Karate chops them and knocks them out and then calls the uh, uh, Bracken and Harris over. Yeah. It's not even like they're on a lot because the, like an agency lot where he would have to be the face, you know, going out right. of the truck. Right, right, right. Um, yep. It looks like they were truly just at a bank. So. Yep. So was that a Ferrari that just went by or a Fiero? I think that was a Fiero that went by. Something like that. Poor, poor Amanda. She's on, the, she's walking in those heels. She's probably but bruised up and everything. Yep. And then that car just flies by and honks mm-hmm. at her. <laughs> Poor thing. There's a reason why this one stops. <laughs> yeah. I mean. So now this big old semi comes flying by. Now, when the truck comes, there's actually... So he's like fixing his radio and everything. And then there's... <laughs> He's like, holy cow, mm-hmm. there's skid marks on the road before he's even been there. <laughs> oh. So you can tell they've already had to do a couple tests probably. <laughs> she runs up and goes, thank you. Could you give me a lift? He goes, darling, I'll be obliged to take you anywhere you want to go. <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> and hikes herself up there. So this is Travis Wayne. <laughs> he's very sweet. He is. I like <laughs> If not him. a little bit creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, they're all dressed up. Bracken, Lee, and uh, Harris are all dressed up in the guards' outfits. Yep. And Harris is driving the driving the vehicle, and, and then Bracken and Lee are in the back. But uh, Bracken takes Lee's gun away from him. Mm-hmm. And then we see the poor guards all tied up and in their undies. <laughs> <laughs> so Amanda tells them who she is, and she's like, I got to get to a payphone. My friend's in trouble. He's like, nice to meet you. <laughs> He's still on introductions. I know. She goes, I got to get to a phone. He goes, phone, I've been up and down these roads since the flood, sugar. There ain't no phones until you get to the city. He goes, now listen, don't fret. If your buddy's in trouble, we'll reach old Smokey on the CB. (laughs) She goes, you mean the police? Can you get the CIA or the FBI on this thing? He goes, FBI, your buddy must be in some kind of serious trouble. She's like, it could be a matter of national security. And you can tell he's like, national security. (laughs) (laughs) Some pinko subversive has got their hands on your buddy. Are they trying to undermine (laughs) our country? She goes, not quite, but real close. (laughs) To hell with the police. We're going to kick some butt, take some names. He, she goes, where's the, he goes, where's this going down? She goes, something about a reservoir on Mill Creek. He goes, only the only thing I know out there is an old cider mill. And I've been up and down these roads since the flood. He goes, fasten your seatbelt, little honey. So he's called <laughs> her darling, little honey, and sugar. Yep. And he goes, Travis is taking to, is, is fixing to take you for a ride. <laughs> Yeehaw, y'all. <laughs> so funny. And then you hear the ride of the Valkyries. <laughs> She goes, I can't find my seatbelt. He goes, just hang on. She's like, oh, no. 
<laughs> I love that. It's so funny. Now in the script, it, he when he says, "I love the smell of diesel in the morning." Woo ha! And he jockeys the big rig off the road toward the big toward the mill in the background. Amanda tightens her seatbelt and slinks down in her seat, wondering what she's unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cute. So now we see the Brinks truck pull into the mill area, mm-hmm. and they're they're making Lee get out, and they're gonna make him unload before they kill him because you know you might as well you know, and maybe dig his own grave probably yeah. too. This guy was in Nam. He's like, strike first and strike hard. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be scared to death of this guy. He's seriously bouncing in his seat. Yep. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's like Lexi when she's eating something she I really know. likes. She like does this little dance. Yeah. It's probably like that. He's like super excited. It's a happy dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All he can hear is Lee going, I got to do everything. <laughs> Get shot. Lift the uh, carry. Unload the truck. <laughs> So I love this. It says that Travis is, is is laughing maniacally and then Amanda's laughing and then she sobs when she's like, <laughs> I love that. I think it's so cute. <laughs> and then you see from the highway, you see this big old truck coming barreling down. And they're like, what the heck? So he's like, hang on, little darling. We're coming in low and out of the rising sun. <laughs> she's like, oh, no. <laughs> I think that the, them saying she's afraid what she's unleashed. I think yeah. that's so accurate. Yep. Yeah, I love the smell of diesel in the morning. So as they're getting sidetracked by watching this big truck come barreling at them, uh, Lee takes the advantage uh, and kicks the gun out of Bracken's hand, but then mm-hmm. he gets it again. And then he starts fighting Curly Q. So... Then that truck just goes <laughs> right through that big old thing. What was he doing that for? Because he couldn't he, stop. I think he his thing was so heavy he wouldn't have been able to stop without oh. having something to run into. Well, if you look though, look at her side. The whole the whole um, windshield is yeah, blown right. out. Look at that. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to get Lee and pulls him off. And he's about to hit him, and he goes, I hate subversives. And she goes, no, no, not him. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah. takes his clip, <laughs> his tie, yeah. his clip-on tie. It's so funny. So then Lee grabs a gun, and so Bracken runs off. Lee um, gets wet feet. Yeah, I know, right? Um, and he heads up toward the water reservoir thing. Mm-hmm. And then Travis goes after um, Harris. And the man's is just watching. So Bracken has the advantage, I guess, of the angle. Yeah. Uh, he's shooting. And then Lee's gun runs out of bullets, I think, at one point, too. That Travis is humongous. He's a big boy. He is a his, big fella. Yep. His pants, like, split, or they were already yep. split as he tackles that guy, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love when he hits him and he just kind of laughs like, it didn't hurt. Bracken's got the advantage on Lee. And Amanda, of course, uses her wits and goes to the water and starts the flood of water coming down on him <laughs> and knocks him off his game, which is funny. That's a pretty cool place to have a scene, though. Yeah, yeah it is. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. I wonder where that place is. That's kind of cool. And then I love it. Um, Travis has got um, Harris like over his shoulder yeah. like he's a sack of potatoes yep. or something. And oh, here we go, Lex. We get to see a wet Lee. Yep. Oh, my, my, my. Yep. <laughs> and Lee shakes his hand. He's like, thanks, my friend. Well, how about shaking Amanda's hand? Yep. She's the one who did all this, sir. 
Really? Now, in the um, in the script, as as Lee and Bracken reach Amanda, Travis also arrives and unceremoniously um, dumps Harris at their feet. Amanda nods knowingly at Lee and says, he hates subversives. <laughs> that would have been cute. It would have been. <laughs> now we're back at the agency and we're in Billy's office. And there's a bunch of people in his office. Mm-hmm. And he's giving Amanda a citation from... Uh, the president mm-hmm. um, saying that she went above and beyond the call of duty, um, which she should have a million of these. Yep. If you ask me. And now she's in blue and white mm-hmm. with matching earrings. She just has the earrings that match every outfit. Yep. Great. Isn't that just cute? No, it's really sweet though. Everybody's standing around. But do you notice Francine's got her arms folded across her? Like, yeah. I'm totally unimpressed with this. Yeah. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need this. Yep. And then she's like, well, I didn't I didn't do anything. And Lee's like, yes, you did. You know, you overheard the conversation. You pretended to be shot. Mm-hmm. You went and got help, mm-hmm. you know. And then it's probably, she's probably like, well, yeah, I guess I did do. Right. <laughs> so they all, you know, congratulate her and they all leave. And then that leaves Francine in Billy's office. And she's not happy <laughs> that she didn't know. And then Amanda did. She goes, I mean, I am just a full-time agent. And he tells her button it Francine Mm -hmm. but in the script she goes by the way I want you to know that how much I appreciate being kept in the dark of course I realize I'm only a full-time agent and and she kind of trails off and Billy says Francine let me explain that you see and then they cut from that so I like her him telling her just like just button it yeah (laughs) I don't need this Mm -hmm. you know plus it's mostly Amanda was involved because she cared about Lee exactly Mm -hmm. She cared enough to see beneath the surface and what he was projecting, and and Francine didn't. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Who's the real friend, Francine? That's what happens. Now this is. I do think this is a cute scene. She's like, oh, you know, I just wish I had a place to hang it. He's like, oh yeah, your mother and the kids. Yeah. She's like, yeah. And he goes, well, maybe we can hang it somewhere in the agency. She's like, yeah, that would be nice. And he goes, you deserved it. You did a good job, especially taking, uh, uh, faking getting shot. And then she picks up her sweater and she's like, you know, you really came awfully close with that bullet. He goes, well, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I had to, you know, otherwise they would have never bought it. She's like, yeah, she she goes, think maybe the agency could reimburse me for this sweater. And he's like, he takes her pinky, her little finger and he kisses it and winks at her and says, I think that can be arranged. Now in the script, he doesn't kiss her. He just yeah. takes her finger and just holds it in his hand. That's it. That's Kisses way cute. cuter. This is way more charming. Cute. Way more charming, mm-hmm. for sure. Very cute. So that was a good one. I do like that one. It, I like any of the episodes that make you feel that angst and the, yeah. you know, just make instead you feel. of, yeah, just to make you feel and, mm-hmm. or make you feel uncomfortable too. Yeah. Not in the cringy, but like just, oh, you know, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. The tension. Yeah, I totally get I, it. I definitely like it. I mean, it's I know one, a lot of people don't, though. It's one that uh, is, is firmly in my rewatch as, as like, hard as it is as it is to watch. It's mm-hmm. in there because, like you said, it makes you feel. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I like those. Wait, did you just say you know people that don't like this episode? Yeah, there's people that don't like this episode because they don't like how he acted and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Oh, for sure. It's it's hard. I mean, it's hard to watch. They don't like brunettes are in either, and I think that one's one of the best ones. Yeah, I like that. Because one it's again, it's uncomfortable, it's mm-hmm. real life, it's, you know, yeah. emotions, it's all that. It's great acting, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like This it is probably. in my top 10 this for one. sure. Mhm. This one. I have I have never think thought about ranking them in top 10 yeah and now i don't really i have to think about it 
It's there's too many good ones. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be hard, but I know this has to be up there. At least half would probably be season one for me. I do love season one. Yeah. Season yeah. one's good. One. Yeah, just your you mm-hmm. know top ten. But you know, there's different reasons why you pick them. Yeah. So it is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ernie the camera brings you videos from the video vault for the episode Burnout. Although a tad unrealistic in parts, especially today Amanda's shooting, the bottom line is this is a favorite episode because it shows the emotional side of Lee and Amanda's relationship. They work well together, of course, but we also get a chance to see how much Lee really cares about Amanda while slapping her. I was disappointed he wasn't more shook up from the shooting or shed a tear or two, for Pete's sake. (laughs) Even Bracken might have expected that. So we selected three videos for this episode because we felt like it was so emotional. The first song is Heat of the Moment by Carl Palmer, and the video is done by Moxie's SNK Bids. This video starts out with that infamous slap and has many good scenes from the episode to follow. And I really think this is one of those videos that fits this episode perfectly. The first line of the song, if you guys, you guys probably know this song, is never meant to be so bad to you. One thing I said that I would never do. And that would wipe the smile right from my face. It it just perfectly fits um, what happened here and him trying to make it up to her. It has a lot of great scenes. So that's the first video. The second is from the song Where Are You Going by Dave Matthews Band and the video by SNK Fan 12. Uh, This video uh, has scenes entirely from this episode as well. The song's a little more illustrating the darker side of what Lee is maybe going through, but it's still a great video to represent this episode. And the third one, I think, wraps it up very nicely. The song is Whatever It Takes by Lighthouse, and the video is by Love SNK. And this is kind of getting kind of to Lee's angst when he knows he's hurt Amanda and really needs to show her that... He's sorry and he wants to make it up to her, even though that may be debatable for different people. But that's what I felt at the side I pulled in. So these videos are on YouTube and we have provided links on our website at mkcpodcast.com. It's time for Dottie's Bookshelf, where we'll give you recommendations for fan fiction that is based around this episode. Uh, the first one we're going to give you is one of my favorites. It's called A Caring Deception by Rausch. It was written in September of 2006 and it's a just under 11,000 words. What if Amanda really was shot when Lee pretended to shoot her in front of Bracken? What if she tried to hide it from him at all costs? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, The second uh, story is called Pigpen by Sieg, written in February 2001, and it's about 1,750 words. Mm -hmm. After getting shot, quote, unquote, uh, and tumbling down the hill, Amanda looks a bit worse for wear. Worried what her mother will say when she sees her, Lee offers to take her to his place to get cleaned up. Interesting conversations ensue. As always, we'll link these stories to our website in the show notes. You can find them both on fanfiction.net. We hope you check them out. Thank you for joining us as we discussed what we might call an SNK classic burnout. We hope you'll join us next time for another emotional season two episode, Murder Between Friends. Until then, check out our website at mkcpodcast.com and Twitter and Facebook pages at mkcpodcast for episode discussion and photos. If you haven't already, join our MKC Facebook group for more detailed discussions and episode information. Until then, take care from all of us at Mrs. King's Chronicles. Bye. 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 Bye.